Let's get this show going, man. All right, everybody loose now. Hurry up. Hurry up. Get ready. We're turning it up. Let's go 11 taco right here. 11 taco. Fast. Go fast. Tell me to get in the huddle. Go fast. Let's start with something special right here, man. Let's go. Hey, go. Get set. Watch out. Hey, we're good. We're good. We're good. Takes two. Hey, finish choose the mic. What you going to bring to the table tonight? Tonight! I already know what it is. Y'all know what time it is, right? You got to know one thing, man. This is the last shot right here. You know what I'm saying? And you're either going to explode onto the scene, or you're just going to be like a one of them deals. You know what I'm saying? Ah. Welcome to McCurry Broadcasting. The podcast as... We're in episode number three uh, of the podcast and doing a little bit, uh, something a little bit different. Last uh, first episode, we did the AQ7. Here comes the AQ7 podcast. And then we did the Madden. And now we're going to talk about uh, just kind of some pop culture things that are in the news that I think uh, no one gives a crap what I think, but I, (laughs) but um, I got opinions, and uh, I think it's important just to keep the podcast going and to keep be engaged and all the good stuff. So uh, that's what I wanted to do. So my uh, my topics this afternoon for the podcast are going to be standing for the national anthem, uh, pros versus cons. Uh, Britannica ProCon.org did actually really interesting uh, article on the pros and cons for standing for the national anthem or kneeling during the national anthem. So I've got my opinions on that. We're going to talk about the 4th of July celebration and your favorite 4th of July movies. I think you there is one that stands out above the rest, but uh, we'll talk about that. So let's get started. A few things. First, the uh, just a little bit of a background. I did serve in the military. I spent four years in the United States Air Force after uh, high school and then uh, coming out of the Air Force uh, I, I was in uh, military police in the Air Force, so I went into law enforcement. So I've worked, been in the military, worked in law enforcement. So when the National Anthem protest started in 2016 with Colin Kaepernick, uh, I, you know, it, it, it frustrated me because I don't know that I understood. I, I don't know that I still understand uh, about why someone would kneel for the national anthem because the national anthem represents America and America has always been good to me. But I understand that I don't have all the answers and I don't have all the experiences. And I know that some, for some people, America has probably been a pretty frustrating place to be. And I'm not going to pretend to, to, uh, to have knowledge of what others have been through, but I'll tell you my experience. When I went in the military, uh, we learned about American history. Like I'd never learned about American history before. And it, I was very proud to be, to serve in the military. America has always been, uh, when it became a country, always been somebody who, who fought for the little guy and stood up for things that they, they thought was wrong. And I, and I, if you study the constitution and, and some of the founding fathers, they knew slavery was bad. They knew slavery was bad and they knew it would, couldn't last. And I think they wrote the, the constitution in a, in a way that was going to choke out slavery. And I think that's exactly what happened. So I, I'm very proud of, you know, this country and and I did learn about the history. And then when I got out of the military, <clears throat> becoming a police officer and serving the community, the more local community, uh, I saw the worst of the worst. I saw 
children being beaten and molested. I saw children, children death, a uh, child death. I saw um, elderly people being victimized and uh, beaten, burglarized, robbed. And we worked those cases. And you know what? It didn't, didn't matter what race the person was, the victim was. It didn't really matter what the race of the suspect was. It was evil. And I think that we have really lost our way in dividing ourselves into races and genders and social classes and all those things. And we don't focus enough on who's decent and who's indecent. And uh, Viktor Frankl wrote a book. Uh, he was a Holocaust survivor. And, and that's what he broke the human race down to, decent and, and indecent. And uh, I saw decent human beings stand up and, and look out for their community. And I saw indecent human beings uh, violate the trust, violate the respect, violate the courtesy of being a human being to others. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's frustrating. I think we should stand for good. And I think we should shun evil. And I think if we recognize that evil doesn't, have a face it can it can really come from anywhere then we are in a much better place because uh you know i really believe that there there's evil out there and and i've seen it as firsthand as a law enforcement officer and i worked in a homicide unit and i did i've been around a lot of things that are frustrating and sad that the that the normal human being on this earth that lives day to day and goes to work back and forth never has to think about and never has to um, deal with. And I think that's a good thing. That means the police officers are doing their jobs. Now, a lot of these student athletes that in college and in and, um, and, and the NFL grew up without fathers. They grew up in a very uh, socioeconomically depressed area. And they don't, and they did see on a day-to-day -day basis, a day-to-day -day basis, the evil and the sadness that can uh, happen in America and in certain communities. So with that being said, uh, I was frustrated in 2016 when Colin Kaepernick knelt for the national anthem. I certainly was frustrated when the cheerleaders at Kennesaw State uh, took a knee for the national anthem, uh, more so because I thought it took away from the good things that were happening at Kennesaw State that the news didn't care about. Uh, they'd show up with 12 or 15 cameras to show the cheerleaders take a knee. And when the kickoff happened, they'd leave. And they weren't covering the, the student athletes that were out there sweating and working and, and having a successful season, a playoff run. Matter of fact, a Big South championship season. Um, they didn't care about that. It was just the controversy of the kneeling. And I, I was frustrated by that as well. BritannicaProCon.org uh, did an interesting, uh, I guess, breakdown of is kneeling during the national anthem an appropriate form of protest? And they broke it down into pros versus cons. And the first pro they had was when one believes that the United States is not living up to its ideals of freedom and liberty and justice for all, kneeling during the national, national anthem is appropriate and justified. The con is kneeling during the national anthem shows disrespect for the flag and members of the armed forces. I can agree with both those statements. I can agree with both those statements. I do believe that there's people who 
feel like the United States isn't living up to its ideals of freedom, liberty, and justice for all. And I believe that people can should be able to protest in any way they want to. And and uh, I think that burning the flag is a terrible thing, just because of the men that sacrificed underneath uh, or, or underneath the banner of that flag and had it on their uniform. So I think that's a hard pill to swallow. But it is as long as it's not harming somebody, it is a peaceful a peaceful protest. And I think kneeling during a national the national anthem is a peaceful protest. I don't like it. I wish they wouldn't do it, but I do believe if you have a reason and you believe the United States isn't living up to its ideals, and it obviously was very effective for Colin Kaepernick because of the the um, attention that it drew, uh, that it, it was a form of, of peaceful protest. He knelt on the sidelines during the national anthem for all of about a minute and 42 seconds. And, uh, that's it. Now, kneeling during the national anthem shows disrespect, disrespect for the flag and the members of the armed forces. I agree with that. Also, I was a member of the United States military. My dad was a member of the United States military. My, my best friends was a mil- member of the military. I have tons of friends who, who are in the military and they, uh, they, they love the flag. It represents freedom liberty, standing up for justice. And if you know anything about your United States history, go back and look at uh, Supreme Court rulings. There's been some terrible Supreme Court rulings, but there's also been some amazing Supreme Court rulings to lead towards more freedom and more liberty and more justice. And, you know, you, you take a look at our American flag and I kind of relate it to a statue, you know, the statues that were being ripped down across the, the country during the unrest in uh, 2020. And uh, it, people said, well, th- this, this, this statue of this guy, he, he owned slaves or he didn't stand up enough against slavery or, what, or whatever the case may be. But they didn't build, they didn't put the statue up because he supported slavery or had slaves or whatever. He obviously did something since something else that was great. Uh, Christopher Columbus was another hotbed topic. People didn't build statues to Christopher Columbus because of the genocide that happened to the Native Americans or the Indians that were, that were in this country. They built statues to Christopher Columbus because his expedition was one of the first. If I mean, there's our debate about whether he was the first or not, but but there was he was he was somebody that was. Uh, remarkable because he uh, he traveled across treacherous oceans to find the new world, the country, uh, which he didn't even know he was, and he landed in the Caribbean somewhere. And I'm not even so sure that Christopher Columbus ever stepped foot on the uh, the land we call the United States today. But that's why they built statues to him, not because of what happened to the Indians. They built it because of his exploring and his and the other things that he did. The flag's no different. Let's fly the flag. Let's stand for the national anthem because not because of the bad things. We're not rising raising the flag because of the terrible history of slavery in this country. But we're raising the flag because of the movement that this country has made towards fairness and equality and judging people by the content of their character, not their skin. 
And I think that is why the flag is appropriate to be honored and raised and looked at in a positive light, not a negative light. The second pro and con that the Britannica uh, brought up was when a national figure such as an NFL player kneels during the national anthem, it shocks people into paying attention and generates conversation. I agree with that. The con, it was kneeling during the national anthem is an ineffective and counterproductive way to promote the cause. I agree with that. Clemson University football coach Dabo Sweeney said in a press conference, I don't think it's good to be distracted. Uh, it's not a good distraction for your team. I don't think it's good to use your team as the platform. When the Kennesaw State cheerleaders took a knee, they had a Kennesaw State logo on their uh, uniforms. And that makes them a representative of the university. And the university obviously it, it it frustrated the people at the university because it's their it's their logo now that is associated with it so i don't think i so i think that it can be an ineffective and counterproductive way to promote a cause and it's a it's a hotbed issue for people that were in the military the nfl when the nfl didn't really respond well to players kneeling for the national anthem they lost a ton of ratings, and and I think sports in general has lost a ton of ratings in, in uh, because people are not they're tired of hearing people that are making millions and millions and millions of dollars in through sports uh, complaining about how terrible this country is, and I get that, I get that, but I also believe that uh, that the purpose behind the national anthem runs deep. And I think that uh, Colin Kaepernick, as much as I don't like what he's, what he said, um, I think that uh, it was an effective tool to bring forward a conversation. And we're a polarized country right now on certain topics. And I think this is one of them. Malcolm Jenkins, the safety for the Philadelphia Eagles actually supported Colin Kaepernick's message saying that his grandfather served in the military and this country is one that I love. So me not standing for the national anthem isn't really going to get me the results that I want. But he supports Colin Kaepernick's message. And so Malcolm Jenkins felt like kneeling was not a productive way. So that's interesting. Let's move on to the third pro and con. Uh, kneeling during the national anthem is a legal form of peaceful protest, which is a First Amendment right, 100%. I agree with that. Kneeling during the national anthem angers many and sows division in our country. I certainly think it can. And I do not like division in our country because we have to be united. And we are, when, when 9-11 happened in 2001, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of uh, 9-11. I can't believe it. But there was American flags everywhere. We were united behind one cause, which was retribution and revenge really for the attacks that were our country, but it was our country. And when the New York Mets played and the New York Yankees played those first games, it was very emotional. And we were one country. And I think we need to, I think that's, that, was a, that was a good response by our country to unite. And I hope we're able to do that again uh, very soon around other issues. So um, just to wrap it up, I think you should stand for the national anthem. But if you choose to kneel for the national anthem, I believe it's protected by the First Amendment. And I believe 
because I think the Constitution is one of the greatest documents ever written. I believe that you now have, um, you have exercised your First Amendment right to free speech, and I'm okay with that too. So uh, as we approach the 4th of July weekend, one of the things that I found was um, outstanding was Dennis Prager, who as a talk show host and has uh, many videos on PragerU, has a 4th of July declaration that he asks his listeners to do. And and I, I have done it with me and uh, my daughters. And uh, I think it's a really, really great thing to do. And the first thing uh, that you do is you get some sweet tea, salty pretzels, strawberries and blueberries with whipped cream. You have a small bell and you can use the bell on your cell phone if you'd like and you get an american coin one of the bigger the better half dollar is ideal and you print out the declaration of independence and the lyrics to god bless america and if you're going to have a party uh on the fourth of july weekend you have uh a copy of the god bless america lyrics for your guest and you hold a ceremony very brief ceremony where you gather everyone together and the host says, today we take a few minutes to remember the 4th of July and what it's about and remind ourselves how fortunate we are to be Americans. Before America was a nation, it was a dream, a dream shared by many people over many generations. It began with the pilgrims in 1620 who fled Europe so that they could be free to practice their religion as they saw fit. It continued through the 17th century as more and more came to this place that came to be known as the New World. And this new world, it wasn't your past that was important. It was your future. As more and more people came, they started to see themselves not as Europeans, but as Americans. The land was open and spacious. The opportunities limitless. By 1776, a century and a half after the first pilgrims landed, the citizens were ready to break away from the old world of Europe and create a new nation. On July 4th of that year, 1776, they did just that. They pronounced themselves free from the tyranny of, king of, of the King of England, we know this pronouncement as the Declaration of Independence. This dream of independence didn't become real by accident. The American dream became real because good people took action and were prepared to die for the least realized of all human dreams, liberty. Young children may ask, why do we celebrate the 4th? Well, the answer is because the 4th of July is the birthday of America, of the American people. The day we chose to become the United States of America, a free and independent nation. Why is America different from other countries? Well, in 1776, countries were based on nationality, religion, ethnicity, and geography. But America was created on the basis of a set of ideas that are still true today. What are those ideas and what makes them so special? Three ideas summarize what America is all about. It's known as the American Trinity, and it is on every American coin. The words liberty, in God we trust, in e pluribus unum. Liberty means that we are free to pursue our dreams and to go as far in life as hard work and good fortune will take us. In God we trust means that in America, we believe that our rights and liberties have been granted to us by the Creator, and therefore they cannot be taken away by human beings or a government. E pluribus unum is a Latin phrase that means from many, one. Unlike other countries, America has been composed of people of every religion, racial, ethnic, cultural, and national origin. Out of many people, we become one. We become Americans. 
We gather certain items to symbolize the direct declaration of independence and the revolutionary war that followed, the war that won our freedom. You grab your sweet tea and you take a sip to remember the Boston Tea Party when the Patriots dumped the British tea into the ocean rather than pay for unfair taxes to King George. You take a bite of a pretzel to remember the suffering and the salty tears of the soldiers during the harsh winter of Valley Forge. Ring the small bell to remember when the Great Liberty Bell, now in Philadelphia, rung to proclaim the surrender of the King's armies and eat strawberries and blueberries dipped in whipped cream to celebrate our American pride, symbolized by the colors of the American flag, of course, red, white, and blue. We celebrate America's uniqueness, but not, do not deny that America has always been imperfect. There are no perfect individuals, so there can hardly be a perfect country. Our nation, national history has its share of shame. The greatest of these is the shame of slavery, which existed in our founding and existed in every country in the world at that time. But let it never be forgotten that we fought a terrible civil war in which hundreds of thousands of Americans died, and the reason for that war was to fight against slavery. Let it also not be forgotten that America has fought in many, in many more war, wars for freedom of others and any other nation in its history of the world. America's history is one that we can all be proud of, proud to remember, proud to celebrate, proud to carry into the future. So now, as we close one more ritual, let us sign our names to the Declaration of Independence. It may be a replica of the one our founders signed, but the words and sentiments are eternal. At that point, the host has everybody sign the Declaration of Independence and sings God bless America. I think it's a pretty good ritual to do for with your kids and understand the ramifications of starting a new country and the things and the battles that people went through. So on 4th of July, uh, it's a, most people have a long weekend and some people will gather to uh, watch movies and uh, Clay Travis of Outkick.com uh, has posted uh, what's your favorite 4th of July movie and some of them are Independence Day, The Sandlot, uh, The Patriot, Band of Brothers, which is fantastic, not really a movie, however, but it is, uh, it's fantastic to watch. Uh, Independence Day is very uh, popular. Glory Yours, Gettysburg, Top Gun, Patton, Forrest Gump, born on the 4th of July. The series John Adams, Home Alone 2. <laughs> uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. That's a great one with Jimmy Stewart, one of my favorite actors. Uh, let's see. And yeah, The Patriot got a lot of not a lot of votes. Joe Dirt, that's a new one. But I can tell you what, none of those is the right answer. The right answer for the movie you should watch on the 4th of July is... Jaws. <laughs> it's Jaws. Come on. Jaws. Jaws is, it takes forth over the 4th of July weekend. It's an absolute classic. Me and my daughters watch it. Matter of fact, here locally, Merchant's Walk Theater does the uh, the retro theater, and you can go watch Jaws on the 4th of July every year. 
unfortunately they are um, at summer camp, so we're not going to be able to do it this year, but uh, we will watch it. We've watched it already this year uh, several times. So 4th of July movie to watch is Jaws. Don't fall into the trap of watching Joe Dirt. Why don't you go practice falling down? I'll be there in a minute. Hey. Watch Jaws. Before we get out of here, um, I do want to just really quick mention um, a tragedy that has happened for Kennesaw State. Their uh, new recruit, uh, he's been there a year, uh, LD Clarity, uh, was shot and killed in his hometown of Pensacola, Florida, uh, Escambia County, uh, this past week. And uh, every, I've talked to the coaching staff, and they said he was an outstanding young man and a leader on the field and a, just another tragedy. And, uh, you know, I, I just send prayers, thoughts and prayers out to people who knew LD. Um, I did not get a chance to meet him. I'm not pretending to know him, but I do know the coaching staff and the players at Kennesaw State who knew him, and they are devastated by this. And it's just very, very sad, and it doesn't have to be this way. Folks, this goes back to the very, very beginning. If we can stand up against evil and indecency, then we are in a much better place to unite. And that goes for people who stand or kneel for the national anthem. Because if you kneel for the national anthem, but you are standing up against evil, I'm standing with you. I'm right there by you. I mean, I like the fact that you kneel during the national anthem, but we've got to find something to rally around. And I think it needs to be the evil that continues to happen in our country in uh, in some of these areas of our country that are riddled with crime and riddled with with uh, violence, and uh, something's got to happen. But uh, LD Clarity, Ladarius Clarity, uh, dead, that have gone too soon. Very young uh, quarterback, high potential, and he'll never get a chance to to uh, to see his family will never get a chance to see him take the field in the in the black and gold of Kennesaw State. It's very sad. So uh, if you'll join me in thinking and praying for the family members and the friends and the coaching staff and the players who knew uh, LD, um, I would greatly appreciate it. Because it's the 4th of July weekend, um, I decided to end the podcast with our national anthem. I don't think I ever did introduce myself, but I'm Nathan McCurry, and I'm standing for our national anthem.
God bless America. Happy Fourth of July weekend, and thanks for tuning in again. I'm Nathan McCurry for McCurry Broadcasting Podcast, and we will see you next week. Have a great Fourth of July weekend.